Welcome back at Souls to the Sorry Not Sorry podcast. Um, obviously, I did not make one last week. I said I was and I didn't and I would apologize for that. But unfortunately, it's not part of this podcast. So the reality is I just, I just didn't have the time to. I didn't have the energy to. Um, you know, I don't do this full time. I have a full time job and I also am a mother of three children that I take care of all by myself. So sometimes podcasts just don't come into play into that schedule. But I'm making sure that I'm doing it for this week so I don't let anyone down. Um, you know, at this point, let's just get the elephant out the room before we even get started because I know you guys have been pretty much waiting for my last podcast so we could talk about it. So let's just get it over with. Yes, the Eagles lost. They lost terribly. Um, it was quite the embarrassment. There's really not too much to say. You know, what I am going to say is I already knew they were going to lose. I already knew they were going to lose in the first quarter. Why? Because the momentum was not there. They looked defeated before they even started the game. It was like they already knew this wasn't going to go as planned. As soon as I saw the other team's momentum and then I saw ours, I instantly knew there was no coming back from it. So I had already accepted the loss in the first quarter. I had slight hope in the third because sometimes as many of you probably know if you watch football or the Eagles, we will start off terrible. Our first and second quarter will be shit, okay? And then somehow miracles occur in the third and fourth, and we pull it out and we win the game. This did not happen this time, but as I said, I could already tell something something was off. So um, Jalen Hurts looks defeated. He has to take a break. He can kind of regroup himself because... I don't know who that player was. That's not that's not my quarterback. I'm not sure who that was. Um, I know he hurt his finger. Mm, not a good enough excuse for me because we definitely lost back to back games. Um, so I'm not I'm not really sure what happened. You know, and as and as an Eagles fan, I will say we are typically the underdogs. So so that is always our thing. You know, we're the underdogs. But this this season we were not we were not the underdogs at all. We were winning we were winning every game. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I'll, I'll just take the loss. I'll take the loss. Be easy. Okay. Just relax. Um, but that, that's pretty much all I'm going to say on that. You know, better luck next year. Next year, hopefully we will be it. Um, I don't know if Kelsey's retiring or not. Maybe he'll stick it out for another year. But I saw that um, our coach is staying. So I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine for next year. Maybe just start off a little normal and then bang it out at the end real strong. Maybe, you know, instead of starting off so strong in the beginning and then losing it all at the end, that probably won't hurt as much. Um, But, yeah, I think, you know, there's always next year. Now, the only thing is that I'm super depressed because I have no football to watch. Uh, I think we should start making football a year-round thing. I mean... Every other full, every other full time job is, you know, what's the difference? There's no reason that they can play in snow and rain and they can't play in the summer. So I just feel like someone needs to make a petition to make football specifically um, a year round, a year round thing. I'm just saying. Um, but other than that, now that we got that out the way, whew, excuse me. I know I'm not the only one because my best friend's the same way, but I cannot sleep too much. There, There is such a thing as sleeping too much. And apparently, 
I have made my threshold of too much. Anything over about six, seven hours. So I've, 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 I've just somehow trained my body to think that a, a two, three, four tops hours of sleep a night is, is efficient to then run my whole next day and do it over again. So then when I get more than that, AKA last night, I fell asleep early. The day was not it. Fell asleep early. Just woke up, you know, a couple hours ago. Too much sleep. Now I feel worse than I would have if I just got my normal two, three hours. So, you know, I really need to figure out a game plan here of how to retrack and retrain because this isn't it. My body's starting to take a toll. My brain's not working as functional as it needs to because I'm honestly just normally half sleeping um, and just going through life. But um, I feel stuffy. So if I sound like shit, it is what it is. Be happy we got a podcast today, okay? Because this week, this week's not been it. It's not been it for me. I'm not really happy about it, um, but at the same time I am because then I think back to my past and I'm like, ooh, but it was so much worse. It was so much worse. So I'll, I'll take what I get now for the simple fact that it used to be so much worse. And that, that's, a, that's a topic for another podcast. Um, but uh, I think I've been trying to go over some ideas of, of things to go over in my podcast. I haven't used my book yet because why, why buy a book that's specifically made for helping you with podcast episodes and then use it? That's like getting a diet journal. You know, people get diet journals and they just sit there. And they don't write anything down in them. Unless you're those crazy people that actually do. Kudos to you. But most people buy journals, calendars, schedules, um, you know, and they have some really cute ones out there. And then they just sit there because no one, no one has the patience or time to actually do it. But um, I was thinking, there's a couple things that I touched on, like with between my TikToks, you know, my little 15 second clips that I do on TikTok because that's about all I got in me anymore. As you can see, I have this beautiful little LED thing that I got, okay? Because there's, there's someone I know that has LEDs everywhere. And my kids have now decided that they want LEDs everywhere. So I made a, I made a silly mistake and um, I got LED lights for my two youngest that are 18 months apart and I thought that it was coming with two, two spools, you know, so one side and the other side because the way I have their, their room set up, one side, you know, the loft bed is ones, the loft bed is the others and they decorate each side how they want. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll put one light strip on one side, one light strip on the other side they can they can work that out i mm -mm, that's not how it worked that's not how it worked uh it connected to the same port which means that they were all connected so i was like eh, how bad can it be because those things are not fun to put up they're not um you know they're this they're this big they're sticky you have to go up all the way to the ceiling i'm five one okay so now i'm climbing up shit. i, I didn't really want to do it but i was like it's for them they'll be happy it's gonna be a nice surprise so I put it all the way around their room. I put it up one ceiling, all the way over to the other one, all the way over, making sure that it's framing out their, their bed, you know, real nice. As soon as I did that and I surprised them, they loved it, they were so happy. I then handed them the little remote and I said, here you go guys, enjoy your new lights. Share, <laughs> share the light color. No, 
Uh, next day, we're in a full-blown fight about the fact that one wants green and one wants pink. And I should have known. I understand this. I should have known. At the time, I thought maybe they would be so excited that they got these lights and that their room looked so cool like their brothers that they wouldn't really care and they would just find a way to share. No. No, full-blown full fight. I picked the color, okay, at this point because we can't agree on any color. And um, I, I was given advice to then just get a secondary one so that that way they can both have a remote to change their own sides. I'm, I'm not, I'm not because I think it's a good life lesson. You know, you have to compromise. Life is about compromising. You need to learn to compromise. It's not always what you want. It's not always your way. That is not the case. That is not real life. After that situation where it was like, okay, so if you can't agree on a color and you can't agree on a color, then I pick the color. And you're probably not going to like the color that I pick, but I'm going to pick it and it's going to be the color. So until you guys learn how to compromise with each other and figure out what color you guys want, I'm just going to keep picking the color. Well, they don't want mommy picking the color because I'm going to pick the color they don't like. So now they have compromised where they switch it on and off every time to whose color they want. And they're very happy about it. So, you know, life lessons were taught. Life lessons were taught. Um, and instead of giving in to the upsetness and giving in to the fact that they were going to be fighting over this and just buying another one, you know, because guess who's not rich? Me. Um, I decided that I would make it into a life lesson of learning. You're going to learn to compromise with each other because in life, that's what you're going to have to do with people. So my oldest son, as you guys know, is um a teenager so his room is basically a cave okay there, it, it's a cave i walk in there it doesn't even look like it's a part of my my house it looks like it's actually an extension that he built it doesn't even look the same um it's dark he has shit all over the walls there's leds he changed his whole light like the whole light bulb has now been changed into this wi-fi led light um and that's fine. He's, you know, he's a great kid. Now, what he did decide that he was doing was he gets money, okay? I, I pay him um, to babysit because it's a job. I'm not going to rip off my child just because he's my child and say, oh, well, just because you're my child, you're going to do this for free. It's a job. It's not easy, especially with younger siblings. They drive me crazy. So I know they drive him crazy. So I'm not going to rip off my own child. It's just not, it's not how I am. So I, I give him a nice pay for babysitting um the kids while i'm at work now he now has decided that that pay i give him is going to go towards his cave which that's fine he's being responsible he's a very very mature responsible kid i'm very proud of the teenager that i have he has decided that he is going to lock his door with a fingerprint lock so no one can get in because he doesn't want the littles to get into his room and bother him while he's, you know, playing his games and, and all that stuff. So, of course, I'm like, uh, excuse me, you're going to have to give that, give that fingerprint to me because I'm going to need to have my fingerprint to get in because you're not locking me out of my own. I pay for this place, so you're not. You're not locking me out. That was that, but now my house is pretty much LED'd out. You know, everything's, every room I go into, I'm, I'm having damn near epileptic seizures from the blinking and the flashing and all types of shit that they have going on in there. Um, it looks cool though. They like it and that's all that matters, you know? Happy kids, happy life or whatever they say. On the topic of buying stuff, why, why are sneakers so expensive? 
Why? Uh, what is specifically men's sneakers? What is the problem? What is the actual issue with men's sneakers? Because unfortunately, now my teenager is in men's sizes. So I go to the store, I'm like, mm, you know, 80, 80, 100 bucks or so should be fine, which is already enough for me. Like, I'm, I will buy shoes off of fucking Timu at this point for $6 and hope for the best. But they're, they're my kids, so, you know, they, they obviously get better stuff than I do. I go to the store because he likes Nikes. So I'm like, I'll just get him, get him some Nikes. Of course, the first pair I got him don't fit him because I don't know why, why tell me the right size when I ask him which size. Anyway, I go back to the store to get him these other ones. Well, they don't have them in his size, so I have to pick different ones. He likes LeBron's, okay? They didn't have, they had like one LeBron shoe on sale, which already was not really on sale because now we're already, we're already at like $110 and I'm, I'm slightly twitching. They didn't have a size. I'm not gonna go, I, I don't have it in me to, to go shopping and, and store hopping around for stuff. So I was like, okay, he likes these other ones. Let me just look and see what, what other LeBrons they have. $160? That's more than my electricity bill for the whole entire month. Why are shoes, why, who's doing this? Who's doing this and why are they ripping us single moms off? Because they know damn well these teenagers are gonna want to wear this shit. And why do, I know that shoe probably cost about $6. I'm sure when they got it, it was about $6 and they just put that brand on it and now it's $169. It's just not, it's just not cutting it. It's just not cutting it for me. Um, thankfully, I had a coupon, you know, that got it down like a whole, I don't know, $15. But, uh, you know, I told myself, you better, you better wear those out. You better, those, those, you better ride those out until they start falling apart. Moral of the story is, I don't understand why sneakers are so fucking expensive. They don't need to be that expensive. And I know they don't need to be that expensive. And you know why I know they don't need to be that expensive? Because I went on the TikTok shop and I bought shoes from the TikTok shop for $6. Okay, $6 I bought those shoes for, and they came in a white box, unmarked, unlabeled. The shoe, no label on it at all. That shoe is the same damn shoe that I saw at Target for $60. All because you have a name on it and a little Target box to put it in. Not over here. Not over here. TikTok shop will be getting my $6 for my shoes going forward. Not over here. Mm-mm. No. So ever since I got those shoes, it really made me realize that I'm being, I'm being completely ripped off. Now, mind you, I'm still going to buy the kids Nikes and stuff because it is what it is. But the fact that we are getting ripped off this bad is, is, it's kind of, it's kind of disheartening, you know, when you get to see it firsthand, you know, normally you're just like, oh, I, you go to this, you go to the store and you're like, I know this shoe cost them 10 cent to make or whatever when you actually see it in person you get the box of what they have made over there for probably 10 cent but i paid six dollars because of shipping it's it hurts your heart it hurts your heart to think of how much money you've spent just because something has has a name on it that's why no matter how much money i make and no matter how rich i get my ass still will be shopping at ross and 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 marshall's and 
every other place has discounted shit because I'm not. Mm -mm. I can't do it. You're not ever going to catch me spending $80 on one pair of pants. Not happening. Not happening. Not never. You know, you know a pet peeve of mine that I don't know if other people have, but for some reason, this like grinds my gears. And I don't know why. It's not that big of a deal. But for whatever reason, this shit bothers me. Why is it? I work I work in a field that I have to I have to speak with people. Okay? I have to write things down, I have to speak with people. It's part of my job. Um why is it that people truly with their whole soul believe that if you do not uppercase or lowercase their name in their email, that it is not going to send that email. Can someone explain this to me? Drop a comment, send me an email. Explain to me why, where, who, did, was this back in, was this back in time? When did it become that an email would not go through if I do not uppercase my first initial of my name and my email? Because I know for a fact that I can send my email with lowercase or with that one uppercase and it's still going to go through to the same place. I will have people stop me writing when I say, can I have your email? And they will have me stop, stop me from writing and tell me uh, that that T has to be uppercased. No, the fuck it doesn't. No, the fuck it doesn't. It is going to go through. I promise you, I will type it in right now and you are going to get this email with it being lowercase. But they cannot simply stand the fact that it is not. Because in their mind, when they made the email, they made the email with a capital T. So now it's not. I'm not doing it. Now I'm going to purposely make it lowercase because you're harassing me about making it uppercase. And I'm going to show you that it's still going to go through to you. Um, so yeah, that, that's, a, that's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like that shit. Um, another thing that, that has been discussed with peers and such this week, um, that I think really needs to actually be discussed. I know most of my fan base are males, like 99% of you guys are males. Okay. Get it. So if there's any 1% that actually, you know what? I take it back. This, this can correlate to anybody of all, of all genders. Um, so many times in this beautiful world we live in. We deal with the the stereotype of bitter baby moms, as some may call them, you know, and I think for some reason it has become an unfortunate situation where it is assumed that the mothers are bitter or upset or whatever because the other person moved on or they're not together anymore or whatever the case is. And I would just like to set a record straight for a majority of these situations because I feel like as single moms, we get a really bad reputation for being bitter, being upset, being miserable. Please understand that for the majority of us, we chose to leave. If it was not for us choosing to leave, we would still be there. It's just the reality of it. And I think sometimes what people are, are constituting as bitter is maybe, and this is just an idea, maybe slight frustration, but yet nobody says, oh, that, that's a bitter baby dad. Nobody says that. 
it's always the it's always the mom that's left with all the kids and have to financially support the kids and physically support the kids and emotionally support the kids on their own while working full time and dealing with regular life stresses while the other person is is not. So that that was an interesting conversation I had this week because it, it's really odd to me that a lot of people don't realize that you know when we make that decision to leave a situation. We are understanding we're making it harder on ourselves, but we are choosing that for our children. So, you know, this constant stigma of bitter baby moms is just interesting to me. And I don't, I don't think you can understand it until you're actually in it. But it's just, it's very odd. Be a little nicer to, to us single moms because typically it took a lot for us to decide we're not, we, we want to do this on our own. You know, it's not something that people want to fucking do. No one wants to be a single parent, okay? So if, it, if, we, if we were pushed to that point of saying, I would rather do this shit all by myself, okay? <laughs> Give us, <laughs> be a little more gentle with us. We're not bitter. We're probably fucking tired. We're probably stressed the fuck out, okay? But we're not bitter. It, it's not a bitter thing. That's another thing too. Please, please, if you are not young and dumb, please consider who you have children with. It is such an important Thing. Not even just so much, not even just so much for the fact that it could not work out. You could end up, you know, being alone with your. That's not even. Think about it for the 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 characteristics of the person and the fact that your child may carry those characteristics. Choose wisely. It's it's not easy by any means. There are days that I I have probably gained my one gray hair from being a single mother, but. Um, the good thing is that, that my kids actually do, they do see it. They're old enough to see it. They're old enough to appreciate it. Obviously see that mommy's doing everything. Um, and they brought me, they were like, mommy, stay, stay out there, stay out there. And they were making me something. So I was like, oh, this is cute. Cause they always make me cute stuff when they're in, you know, in good moods and not fighting with each other. Cause they're siblings. They made a basket out of paper and it had a card in it. So I open the card and it says, mommy, you're the best mommy in the whole world. And they put their, their names and then they put a $10 bill from one's piggy bank and then a $2 bill from their other piggy bank. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, to help you, to help you with, with the stuff in the house and stuff. Obviously I'm, I, I put it back in their piggy bank. They don't know that, but, um, it was just cute that they took the time to want to show appreciation at, at such a young age. And I hope I can instill that in them of just appreciating what people do for you when you know it's it's going above and beyond and, and with good intent choose wisely that's the best advice that i can give you is is really look at the all around is that person going to be everything that you need them to be if for some reason this does not work out because most people don't don't consider that as an option but it, it unfortunately does become one um so that that's my words of advice oh my teenager you know is, is starting to learn how to drive well I think he actually kind of knows how to drive, but starting to want to teach me how to drive. So I have a, I have a automatic, okay, that has the little shifter to go manual. I don't use it because I, you know, it gives me anxiety. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck up my whole car. I don't know how to use it. My whole car's gonna get fucked up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break my car if I try to use that. The anxiety is too much for me. I'd rather just not even touch it. But we were driving to the park the other day, and he's like, mom. Why don't you ever use your manual? Shifter. I said, I don't, I don't know, drive manual, I'm not doing that. And he's like, Mom, it's an automatic. Okay, he's big car cars, all that stuff. He's he's good. 
He's like, it's automatic. You can't, you can't mess it up. It's, it's not going to allow you to break. You don't have a clutch. You know, it's not going to mess it up. So I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to mess with it. He then, of course, convinces me, let's, let's try it. So I said, okay. And he's like, I know how to do it. I said, cool. If you know how to do it, show me. So we start heading home and I have him doing the shifting of the gears, you know, up and down. Trying to show him to show me because I'm like, I, I don't know. I know the sound. I know when it starts revving, it's like, hey, hey, let's go. You need to go up a gear. Um, but yeah, so he, he was, you know, we were practicing since he's going to be taking his driver's license practice shit soon. And he did awesome. I was actually very, very surprised at how well he did, which is beneficial to me that he knows how to do these things so well. Because the minute that his ass gets his license, I am no longer going to the grocery store. He will become my new DoorDash and I will pay him what I pay DoorDash to go get my things because me and peopling is not, is, is every day gets less and less and less acceptable to me. Um, so I'm excited. You know, a lot of people, they're like, oh, my baby, my baby's starting to drive. Please, please, I don't want to drive. I don't even like driving. Okay. I'm used to being a passenger princess. I don't like driving. So I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. I'm sad that he's getting older. You know, he's he's my firstborn, but I'm excited for him because he's he's such a great kid and he's so mature and he's just he's an awesome kid. So I'm excited to see to see how great he is as he gets older. Um, but yeah, I am probably so uh, I'm gonna use this episode to pretty much just lay out. I don't know if I'm gonna keep the weekly podcast or as if someone predicted, I go to every other week only because I'm considering going back to my college semester. I took a semester off um, just with the move and the new job and and all those things, Um, but I am considering going back, which means if I go back, if you don't know, I'm studying law, um, I'm gonna be pulling all-nighters again, okay? Because I have a full-time job. So, um, if I do, I just, I may not honestly have the energy or the mental capacity to, to keep up with this as often as I hope for. So it's still in the works. It's either going to be that or I'm going to get another fucking job (laughs) because I'm up all night anyway. And honestly, uh, with, with, with being a single parent, anything helps. So it's going to be one of the two, but I'm I'm probably just going to go back to school because I really need to finish out, finish out my degree. Uh, I'm going to use this episode to pretty much just lay out. I don't know if I'm going to keep the weekly podcast or as if someone predicted, I go to every other week only because I'm considering going back to my college semester. I took a semester off um, just with the move and the new job and and all those things. Um, But I am considering going back, which means if I go back, if you don't know, I'm studying law. Um... It's, it, I'm going to be pulling all-nighters again, okay, because I have a full-time job. So um, if I do, I just, I may not honestly have the energy or the mental capacity to, to keep up with this as often as I hope for. So it's still in the works. It's either going to be that or I'm going to get another fucking job <laughs> because I'm up all night anyway. And honestly, uh, with, with, with being a single parent, anything helps. So... It's going to be one of the two, but I'm, I'm probably just going to go back to school because I really need to finish out, finish out my degree so I could become an attorney, hopefully, and, uh, you know, use that to my benefit. You know, one thing I will say is, is 2024, it, it may have its, its hurdles and its, its bumps, and there may have been some days where I'm like, don't, 
2024, don't do this to me. Don't we're not we're not going backwards in time. We're gonna have a good we're gonna have a good year this year. Don't don't start your shit with me. Um, but for the most part, things are things are really starting to look much more clear and going in a positive direction. I have amazing people in my life that make me extremely happy. Um, just good vibes all around. Um, I'm super supported. I have an amazing support system. There's every day that I'm not smiling, I end up with a smile on my face and I couldn't be more more happy and grateful for that. My next podcast will probably be, you know, starting into the next month. So I will say, I hope everybody has had an amazing first start to their year. I hope the first month has given you a nice foundation to start on. And if it hasn't, try again. Try again. Next month is a new month and try again. Don't let... If your year has started shitty so far, don't let that be the basis and the foundation for the rest of your year because it doesn't need to be. Uh, the reality is that every day is actually a new day to start a new foundation. So, um, you know, don't get yourself too down the dumps if you feel like, man, this year is not going as planned. This year's starting to suck. Don't get yourself in that mental state because, you know, that's sometimes that's what it that that's all that it takes is you being in a bad mental space for you to then just decline rapidly and everything go to shit and then you feel like everything's going to shit when it's really just your mentality the ability to change your life is so underestimated because we make ourselves believe it's not possible and that is so far from the truth if you are not happy in a relationship a friendship work anything change it change it will it be difficult in the beginning of course it fucking will of course it fucking will. You're getting out of your comfort zone. But it will be so much better in the end. Your happiness, your health, you know, it's 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 just so undermined how important it is to actually care about those things enough to change them. So if you are not happy and you're not just being miserable to make somebody else miserable because that's just the type of person you are. If you're just a genuinely good person and you're just in a bad situation or not happy with where your life is, change it. You will thank yourself in a very short period of time. It's not going to be years and years. People say, oh, you'll thank yourself later in life. It's not later in life. It's probably a good six months at, at, at a max that you will start thanking yourself, you know. So um, my words of wisdom will just, you know, simply be if you are not happy, change it. Thanks for listening. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate those that asked me if everything is okay since I didn't post last week. Everything is fine. So that is it for today's podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday. As you also know, that means that it's hump day. So if you have someone to hump, good for you. If you do not, go find one. Just remember, quality over quantity. Bye, assholes.